to Lockdown Spurs and the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kids 5 in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope you had a great weekend. Happy holidays. It's uh, around the corner. A few more days. Four more days, Christmas Eve. So hopefully you got all your shopping done and you're ready to go. What are we talking about today? What's a fan episode? It's been a while since we had a fan come on and take the mic. And uh, we're going to be talking about Spurs Clippers. Yeah, second game of back-to-back. And uh, But first, we're going to be looking at the Spurs and their winning ways. That's right. Um, what is up with the Spurs? Why are they seemingly winning more than losing lately? And are Spurs fans okay with that? Who is the mystery man? He is Zach Escamilla. He's been on this show before. Zach, welcome back to a fan episode of Locked on Spurs. Hey, thanks, Jeff. Uh, always a pleasure. It's been a while, man. How you been? I've been great, you know, still enjoying, um, you know, being on – Eternity leave with my uh, with my daughter. She's two months now, and uh, go. you know, yeah, that is having having two kiddos and adjusting to that lifestyle. So yeah, yeah, man, it's been great. In laws are here, so it's kind of like a scene at a Christmas vacation right now. But hey, it's all good. Who's gonna Who's gonna empty the crapper? Uh, probably, uh, probably it would end up being me, unfortunately. <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, you can uh, make sure to follow Zach on Twitter. He's a good follower there on, uh, you know, the social media. There at Get Back Zach. Can't miss him. He's Santa Claus. Like literally, he's Santa Claus. I think that's you, Zach, right? No, it's Nick Cage, the great. Oh, it's Nick Cage. Cage. Oh, I thought you did one of your little um, Photoshop deals. My bad. No, but I mean, just, it's I still mean, Nick I always, Cage. I always, yeah. I always joke that if you know someone were to play me in a biopic, it would be Nick Cage just for the hell of it that you know that's a good i i gotta think about that who would i want for me that's a really really good question i got two picks i got two picks maybe i'll talk, talk to you about it in a bit all right zach let's go ahead and dive into this uh the spurs and by the way everybody full disclosure this is being recorded before yesterday's game versus the kings obviously things may change uh but at least at this recording zach the spurs are actually doing more winning than losing um, if you look at their schedule, you know, they, they go to Utah, they shock everybody, they beat the Jazz. Really, really um, was an impressive win, considering they were down double figs. And uh, you, you look at their other schedule, they beat New Orleans, they beat Denver, they had a four-game win streak. Okay, you got the little hiccups along the way, Charlotte, it's a big one. you know. But, Zach, this team is winning more than losing of late. Do Spurs fans buy? Or are they selling the fact that maybe this team is turning the corner? Well, I think you have some folks buying simply for the fact that Derek White has come back from the grave. You know, I say that because in all of my previous Locked On episodes, I've always maintained the position that when healthy, Derek White is the best all-around player on the San Antonio Spurs team. And this season, he has been healthy. However, uh, he started off sluggish. Let's call it what it is. Uh, call a spade a spade. He, is not, he did not play well early on this season. And now he's finally uh, showing why uh, that not only myself, but other Spurs fans as well, uh, had that opinion that he was the best all-around player on the team. So Derek White, in my opinion, is, is the reason why folks are buying into the Spurs team turning the corner. Uh, but you're also going to have those that are going to sell and say, you know what, 
uh, they're still, you know, what, 12th in the West. They still have a losing yeah. record. Um, you know, it's nice that they're winning, but until they, you know, get into the, uh, you know, maybe that sixth, seventh seed mm-hmm. area, you know, they're just going to wait and see. So I don't know. It, it's probably going to be 50 50, but if we're looking for a specific reason as to why they're winning more, I think it's a simple answer, and that's Derek White. Yeah, there's there's seven and four in their last eleven games. As mentioned earlier, they that includes a four game win streak. Uh, and, and you know, you they, they beat the likes of Golden State at Golden State. I mean, they narrowly lost to Phoenix Suns, one hundred eight, one hundred four. Are, are, are we going to take away from their wins? Because you can go down, up and down those wins right now, Zach, and be okay. Well, you know, they beat Golden State, but Steph wasn't, you know, Steph Curry. You know, they. They uh, go and beat Denver. Well, Denver was coming off a second game of a back-to-back. They go and beat Portland. Yeah, but they were without Dame Lillard. I mean, I think that's kind of unfair. I mean, unless you think it's it's it is fair to call out their wins. You never apologize for winning, whether that's the National Football League, the National Basketball Association. No matter what sport, you, you don't apologize for winning. You don't control who you play. So you play to win the game. And the Spurs won those games. So, in my opinion, you, you have to give credit where credit is due, and you know, tip your cap. You know, they and and another thing I'd like to say outside of that Charlotte game, uh, they've been competing, and really, that's what you want to see as a fan. You want to see the effort from these guys. And uh, again, outside of that one, uh, you know, wart there against Charlotte, uh, that that ugly beauty mark, uh, if you will, uh, they've looked pretty solid, at least from a competitive standpoint. Yeah, yeah, they are they are being competitive, and, and you know, that's the best you can ask for for this team. But it just feels like maybe the expectations now are turning to more, well, they can win now. Remember how in the beginning of the season, Zach, it was, you just hope they stay competitive and don't get embarrassed. Now as all, maybe they can be competitive and get the W. Do you think the expectations for this team is starting to rise a bit? Well, I think I think to to some folks, yes. Um, I still, you know, me personally, I maintain that this is still a you know a a thirty three ish win team this year, um, just because yes, as nice as they have been playing lately, I just you know. <laughs> I don't want to get heartbroken going in there, uh, you know, saying, "Oh yes, we're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna make the playoffs," sort of thing. So I, I'm still in a wait and see mode. Yes, it's nice to see uh, the positives thus far, but um, I'm not really changing my stance. I still don't see them as a playoff team. Again, I would love to be proven wrong. Seriously, love to be proven wrong. And uh, so yeah, I can definitely see some fans. Uh, jumping on that bandwagon of, hey, we might be able to make the playoffs and make some noise. What about play-in tournament? Would you be okay with the play-in tournament? I think fans will be okay with the play-in tournament. I mean, you're going to have some that are, some that are like, hey, man, this is sort of technically the playoffs, whereas I look at it as purgatory because you get that play-in, you lose, you're getting that, you know, 11, 12, 13 pick again. And yeah, you, obviously Devin Vassell and Josh Primo was pretty, you know, promising for being selected in you know that area. But ultimately, it's uh, you're close, but no cigar to getting those guys in the top ten that are the the franchise 
difference makers, if you will, the the franchise changing mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. And to me, it would just be very disappointing to be so close, uh, you know, being in position to get one of those guys. But, you know, hey, you made the playing tournament, you lost again, you missed the playoffs. But then on the other hand, they get the plan, they win mm-hmm. and actually get in the playoffs. Then you look at this season from a completely different perspective of, hey, this young ragtag group of guys just made the playoffs when they weren't expected to. So it's one of those wait and see type scenarios because if they make the playoffs, people are going to see this season as an absolute success. They make the play-in tournament and they lose, people are going to look at it as a failure. And I know that sounds really strange because it's just literally we're talking one game, do or die, but I, I just think that's how it would play out. They make the playoffs, success. They don't make the playoffs, we're in purgatory. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, you look at this team. I, I'm still thinking that they need to rebuild via the draft. I think that's still the way to go. You know, every win equals less ping pong balls. Every loss equals, well, more ping pong balls. And as simple as that. But even that's not a guarantee. When we look at Boston, I mean, they're, they had the most ping pong balls to get Tim Duncan, and that didn't work out. Worked out for San Antonio. Mm-hmm. But I look at this team and how they're winning now, and you hit it on the head. You mentioned Derek White, but it, it's been collective, though. And I put it out there a couple of days ago about who have been the Spurs go-to guys on the offensive end, and not one time did DeJounte Murray's name popped up when I started going down You know the list. It was Derek White. It was Jakob Pertl. It was Lonnie Walker. And then eventually you got to DeJounte Murray. Is this team, do fans think this team is becoming more balanced or this is still by default Murray's team and he is the guy? You know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam to get you out of your money. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions right now. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need or want or just forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill, and because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts. Truebill will do the rest. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Look, I love Truebill. They save me so much money. I use it. So should you. Truebill has saved over $100 million for over 200 million users. That's pretty good. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Get it right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It can save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. I think that's a great question because I think you can look at it from two sides of the coin here. On one side of the coin, yeah, the team does appear more balanced where you're getting, you know, six, seven guys a night that are scoring, you know, in double digits, you know, it, it seems like that's been a a pretty reoccurring theme this season. You're getting six, seven guys that are scoring at least 10 points a game. But on the other hand, you know, you got DeJounte Murray, who's, I, I, I think it's safe to say he's the leader of the team mm-hmm. based on his statistics this season. I mean, the guys, um, whether you love him or hate him, the guy, he what is he has like seven or eight triple doubles this yeah, season. Yeah, he's a walking triple and, double now. Yeah. And, and listen, I don't even I don't care if it's just ten, ten, and ten. You know, because you're gonna have folks out there that are gonna say, yeah, well, 
he's getting triple doubles, but it's like barely a triple double. Like, hey, man, if those were easy to come by, everybody would be getting them. So you got to give credit where credit mm-hmm. is due. Um, the kid isn't, you know, perfect by any means. I'm not saying he's a superstar, but he's a good player. He's a really good player, and and there's nothing wrong with that. So I think his playmaking ability helps those other guys, you know, racking up those assists, you know, finding those guys for the open shots. He helps, you know, make the team better, helps make them more balanced. So, I mean, I guess to really answer your question, Jeff, I – it's a little bit of both, man. I mean, mm-hmm. Dejounte Murray's the leader; he's the playmaker. But you got some guys that are, you know, contributing, and it, it's pretty balanced. But and and the, and the funny thing is, having this conversation, it makes you think. You know, they've got these guys that can score. They've mm-hmm. got a guy like Dejounte Murray. Why? Why did they start off so awful? Why? Why did they come out the gates stumbling? And you can make the argument of, hey, well, you know, we got some new guys, McDermott, you're trying to integrate, yeah. you know, some injuries, COVID, this and that, you know, Pirtle being out for a, a long time, that really hurt the team. I mean, it <laughs> doesn't take, you know, uh, a basketball savant to see that. Pirtle being right, out right. was a huge loss. And uh, the fact that Popovich uh, admitted, I, I remember you tweeted, Jeff, that Jock Landale brings another Um, dimension to this offense by being able to stretch the floor. Um, It'll be nice to see if Pop can integrate him in the backup five spot, uh, because I think it really would be a nice yin and yang when when Jakob goes to sit on the bench for rest. You put in Jock, who's going to go out there and spread the floor. I just think that's a Mm -hmm. nice um, change of pace. So, you know, on paper, it looks like if they can play consistently, and that's a big if. Is I've said it before on other shows. It's all about consistency, man. Uh, no, no matter who's on the team, if this team can be consistent, then yeah, you never know what could happen. But they have to be consistent. Absolutely. Yeah, we're talking with Zach Escamilla on this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Get Back Zach. Look for Nick Cage in a Santa Claus suit, and it'll be easy to find. Uh, we're looking at the Spurs and their winning ways of late, and Look at some numbers here. I want to get a fan perspective on this. Um, the Spurs, at least through the month of December, and again, before the Kings game, this is recorded before the Spurs-Kings, uh, 114 point, point, 114.3 points per game. That is the, that is their highest so far of monthly uh, point production average. All right, then we go to the assists. 29.1 assists per game through the month of December. Again, the highest average since the season started for San Antonio. So you're seeing them spread the ball around. You're seeing them score. Oh, and by the way, uh, 36.5% from the three line. That's the second highest percentage uh, for the Spurs this season. Uh, do you think this team is going to have to rely on offense more? Or is it still their bread and butter defense, which makes me question them because Charlotte sure made them look like punks on the defensive end. Yeah, they did. That was just a, a horrendous showing. I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat that game. That was just. I was there for that game. I, I the media left at halftime. They were just disgusted. It it was it was a tough game to watch. Um, it really was. You know, it's funny because I got my in laws. You know, from New York. And, yeah. you know, they don't know a lot about basketball. I'm, you know, they're, 
there watching the game with me, and they're like, what happened to the Spurs? I thought they were good. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, they used to be. <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> the turn, you know, we're, we're in a bizarro world where the Knicks are suddenly better than the Spurs. You know, that's very weird to say. But anywho, um, yeah, it was a tough game to watch. But again, you know, every team – has a has has a bad game. I mean, hell, there were there were bad games in the Duncan Manu Parker era uh, where they would lose to a really crappy mm-hmm. team, and we'd all look at each other like, "How is this happening?" And I guess every dog has their day, right? Um, but ultimately, in terms of what they're going to rely on, we're in a three point shooting league, Jeff, and I think it's definitely encouraging that they are more willing to shoot the three ball. I know Kelvin Johnson has definitely been improving there oh, yeah. recently. Yeah. That's great to see. And I think Lonnie Walker um, is also, you know, showing flashes again of the player everyone hoped that he would become. And he's, he doesn't seem like he's afraid to shoot the three. So I think if they just continue to take those shots, um, you know, it's a numbers game. You, you take enough of them, you're going to have some fall. I mean, they're in the NBA. Um, so mm-hmm. they should be able to hit these shots. So I think if I had to give an answer, though, between defense being their bread and butter or being more of an offensive team, you're going to have to find a way to be balanced, man. And I and I don't want that to be yeah. a cop-out answer, but if they can continue to shoot the three at a decent level – and continue to play solid defense, they're going to win more games than they lose. I think it's really that simple. I'm not trying to sound like Booger McFarland. No, 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 no. It's fine. No, no. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, this is a team that, that you know, look, look, look at the Warriors. You know, they, they can definitely rely on their offense because of the guy named Steph, you know, and they can win games. They can outshoot you. You look at a team like, well, the the Hornets, you know, they're, they're the no, best no. offensive team in the league. They Their offense can carry them. Spurs have to bring it on both ends of the court because they don't have a dominant scorer that can get everybody else involved. And, you know, like your Steph Curry's or, or your Joel Embiid's, um, and defensively, you know, maybe I still lean towards that. I still think defense is where they're going to get the, the job done. Uh, but even then, those nights you leave with your head, scratching your head, thinking like, what did, what did the Hornets just do to them? You know, like, what the hell just happened? Um, yeah. But – I, I look at this, and we're going to be talking about uh, tonight's game, Spurs Clippers, in just a few seconds. But they are winning. You know, we said it right now, 7-4 and four in their last 11 games. Uh, they're being competitive. We highlighted the, the Suns uh, game. Even though it was a loss, they barely lost by four points. Um, do Spurs fans – I'll just say it. Are Spurs fans looking at these wins starting to pile up thinking like, well, there goes Banchero, there goes Chet Holmgren. Because, as I said earlier, I, I think this is a team that needs to rebuild via the draft. And so far, look what they've done with lower first-round picks. David Vassell, Kelvin Johnson, not too shabby, DeJounte Murray. But imagine the Spurs team in the top five or top three picks, Zach. That's got to that's gotta get fans' heart racing faster in, in, of joy. You know, like, yeah, let's get this done. Absolutely. And I'll be candid, full disclosure. Um I don't want to say I was totally team tank, but I was kind of like, I'm not going to be upset if we do. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. That, that was my stance because of what you just said. Um, hey, we stink it up this year. We're going to get a chance to get one of these yeah. guys. What's, what's sacrificing one, one season for a possible franchise guy that are going to give you 10 plus seasons of uh, excellence? 
Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. Exactly, 100% there. And, and yeah, you're definitely going to have those fans that are looking at this as, okay, cool, even if we did make the playoffs, it'll be a low seed, we're going to get bounced uh, round one, and we're going to miss out on a guy that could have propelled us to, you know, another level for next year. And, you know, I guess it just depends on, you know, are you looking at this from a, uh, a now, uh, like a present perspective, living in the moment? Or are you looking towards the future with this franchise? Mm-hmm. And I know we live in an era where it's all about instant gratification. So you want to see those wins now. But, you know, the whole tanking thing and losing, you know, you pull that Band-Aid off this year and get one of those guys. But then, of course, I know there's no guarantee that those guys are going to pan out. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's always a gamble, man. You know, it's it's always a roll of the dice no matter how you look at it. But yeah, uh, I think there's definitely some fans that accepted the potential fate of this team being like a 20-ish win team. Yeah. Because let's be honest, Jeff, the way they were playing at the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah, it was bad. It looked like this team was going to struggle to get 20, 25 wins. Yeah. And and that's why I maintain they're going to be a 30-ish win team because, yes, even though I know they're winning now, I just don't know if they're going to continue to stay consistent. So it remains to be seen. But, yeah, it is a little bit of a bummer because you are going to have those fans that were, I guess, uh, you know, you go through the stages of denial. I think some fans were already at acceptance. Okay, we're going to suck. But, hey, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And those same fans are now thinking, I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going to yeah. happen. And, and now I just I just feels like with the more wins they're getting, I'm thinking, Okay, is the plan to tank and get a high pick, or is the plan now to make the postseason, play in tournament, whatever? Uh, because either way, you know, I have responses to it. If you make the playoffs, that's great. You know, Pop will likely get his record. 
Uh, but yeah, do you really want to go down that route? You really want to go yeah, down that route? Where, exactly. Yeah. Jeff, and, and, and let's let's talk about the you know six foot eleven sized elephant in the room, Thad Young. Is, is that how tall he is? Six eleven, six ten. I'm not apologizing yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying Thad Young's an elephant because the guy's clearly in shape. But the point I'm trying to make is he's a good player. When he's gotten run, he's contributed. Um, I know I had my doubts at the beginning of the season, but the fact of the matter is when he's played, he's been good. He's played great defense. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, you know, provided a spark on offense. He passes the ball well. Uh, definitely a guy that I wish the Spurs could have gotten their hands on maybe six, seven years ago. That would have been fun. Oh, yeah. But, that would have been great, yeah. But, but, but the point is, um, he's still a good player. So if the Spurs are trying to win now, if they want to win, shouldn't a player of his caliber, and I'm not saying he's an all-star, but a good player, shouldn't he be getting more minutes? And then I know you've asked Pop, and Pop has said, oh, well, you know, this is a development year. We're playing the younger guys. And it's like, okay, I, I can see that. But if that's the case, and you've got a losing record right now, you're not playing one of your better players and Thad Young. You're playing a guy like Drew Eubanks, who, let's be honest, we already know who Drew Eubanks is. He's a role. He's an end-of-the-bench guy. I'm sorry, but he is. You're playing Drew Eubanks over a guy like Thad Young that can help you win and help provide a veteran presence. See, to me, a move like guy. that tells me tells me tank. See, when you don't do that, that tells me tank. Right? Yeah. And then And then – the the other thing that I have a difficult time, you know, wrapping around my head, and I'm not trying to be facetious here, like I'm legit confused. You know, you bring in Jock Landale, and I'm not I'm not here to tell anyone or convince anyone that the guy is uh, you know, the next Sabonis or the next great stretch big, but the guy can shoot three and he shoots it pretty well from what we've seen. And he say he, and, he shoots the piss out of it, right? Yeah, he, I'll quote, I can shoot the piss out of yep. it, the man said. And, I mean, the dude was shooting 80% um, in the G League and just dominating. And in the little flashes, he's, you know, been on the, the San Antonio squad. He's he's looked every bit the stretch big that he's been advertised as. So mm-hmm. it's just very interesting to me that if this is a developmental season, you're refusing to play two guys. I'm talking Thad and Jock, um, especially Jock for the development piece mm-hmm. because, come on, you should be developing him over Eubanks because we already know who Eubanks is. And then Thad, well, if you're trying to win, play him more. If you're not trying to win, trade the man. And, yes, I know I'm not stupid. It takes two to tango, okay? I, mm-hmm. I, I totally get there has to be a willing trade partner out there. I just find it difficult to believe that there hasn't been any trade offer that has been offered to the Spurs uh, Mm -hmm. thus far that would be better than a buyout or worse than a buyout. Excuse me. I think it's leading that way to a buyout. I think it's going that way. Yes. I mean, of course it is because that's what the Spurs have done. Damari Carroll, um, who else? Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. The Spurs are losing all these solid players. For nothing, Jeff, for nothing. And I know as uh, one of my favorite Twitter followers, um, Hollywood Nixon, I, I love following him. And I know people hate on him, but I, I do look at it as malpractice because how do you not have 
anything to show for. Like, I don't care if it's a 2030 uh, protected second round pick. I mean, something is better than nothing. I mean, come on, right? Yeah. Isn't something better than nothing? So right, I just exactly. find it hard to believe that there's not any team out there that's saying, you know what, we'll give you, uh, you know, a couple of these young guys on cheap contracts, you know, the end of the bench guys, and here's a couple second round picks. So let's just call it a day. And I just, I'm obviously not an agent. I don't know how everything works behind the scenes, but um, if this whole Phoenix thing where they're offering Dario Saric, Jalen Smith, and picks is a thing, like if that's real, I'm really shocked the Spurs haven't pulled the trigger on that yet. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe they, I, I don't know. No, they, I mean, they, they, they tried it and they, they're just like, nah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, so, so I don't know. I mean, we, we don't know. But to me, that's where I get so frustrated, Jeff, because, you know, Pop says, yes, it's about developing these young guys. But then when you're not playing the young guys, it, I don't get it. When they say you want to win and you got that young, I just, please help make it make sense, Jeff. I I really need to know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, the, it's, it's, I guess it's trading season time now or some of that, or, you know, where you can like those that are like, it's some sort of court thing where you can start dealing, the NBA can start dealing uh, with players. So, you know, still a lot of time to go. We'll see exactly what happens for this first team. If they're going to move that or ugh, bite the bullet and buy him out. You know, he's definitely making it known that he ain't happy in San Antonio. I mean, he is on a tour right now. You got a podcast? He'll join and bash the Spurs for uh, not giving him the playing time that he expected. And, you know, how it's not ideal for him. But uh, it's interesting. You know, it's been a long time since we've seen a Spur kind of lash out like this. I mean, he's not throwing a major fit or anything but you know he's he's definitely be vocal with the uh, media about his time in san antonio all right let's go ahead and switch uh gears now look at tonight's game uh real quick spurs clippers zach how do you think this team team's gonna do and how i think the game is gonna go down well believe it or not i actually think the spurs should be favored to win this game and i'll give you two big reasons Kawhi leonard and paul george are not playing tonight so um, with that being said, the Spurs should win the game. All right, <laughs> <laughs> simple should. enough right there. Should, should. No, but this is the game where, well, I don't know, because you don't know what team you're going to get. You got a team that didn't have uh, Damian the Lillard. Thunder they beat, go them beat them recently, Jeff. But so, then, I yeah, mean, then, the, then the Thunder beat the uh, the Clippers. So hopefully, yeah, you're right. I think, um, I think the Spurs should be able to get a win. They've proven recently that they can handle teams either without their uh, main player or main player struggling, Steph Curry. So I'm expecting the Spurs to win. Uh, can you believe it? They, Depending how last night's game versus the Kings go, you know, this guy, the Spurs are 1-0 versus the Kings heading into last night's game. So, man, could they be 3-0 you know, at the, you know, by tomorrow? That'd be interesting. Because after that, they got the, the Lakers. Yeah. yeah, they got the Lakers after that, and – you're thinking like, well, the Lakers, well, the are, Lakers just a are a dumpster fire right now. Yeah, they're on fire, and they they should get that W. But man, and Anthony Davis, start. you know, I, Jeff, yeah. I, I'm quick on Anthony Davis, the Lakers. I never want to see or hear anyone ever again try to compare Anthony Davis to Tim Duncan. To me, yeah, that is ridiculous. the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. So I, I just yeah. the way Anthony Davis has played, it, it's like no, it's an insult. Tim Duncan. So, it's any like Lakers fans like listening to this, 
Yeah. You know, don't don't just don't go there. Yeah. By the way, hopefully everybody can be safe. Um, COVID is just running rampant all over the league. I mean, it's just it, it canceled last night's Denver Nets Nets game. Um, I think what half the Nets team are out. The Bulls are dealing with it. The Cavs got smoked. I mean, this is just getting crazy. And by the way, the Spurs are playing Sacramento uh, last night. By the way, the Kings recently got hit by it. Over this, it's not the Spurs' turn, and we're seeing games. There's already been a game postponed. The Brooklyn Denver game's been postponed. So, we Adam Silver has a lot to talk about. But uh, yeah, yeah, that it, it, later. it makes you wonder, right? Yeah, uh, but hopefully it doesn't hit the Spurs. But if it does, we'll definitely keep you covered in all this and more. We're here on Locked On Spurs. Run out of time, so I'm gonna just uh, let Zach uh, go now. Uh, you can make sure to follow him on Twitter at GetBackZach. Good follow, great Spurs fan. He'll let you know how he feels and let you know the truth. What he thinks is going on with the silver and black. <laughs> Subscribe to Locked On Spurs or your favorite podcast. And thank you for making Locked On your first uh, listen each and every day. And look, Spurs played the Kings last night. So go check out Locked On Kings, see what happened and what they think about the game and its results. So for Zach Escamilla, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Thank you.